Sunday pour, Memorial Day weekend, just about in the book. By the time you guys are listening to this, it will be. Uh, you were in the Northeast, it was a wet one, but we may do. Uh, I just got to open up with this while it's fresh in my head because I just watched it. Under the radar, miserable franchise, Toronto Maple Leafs. Wow, okay. Miserable fan brace. Just I shouldn't miserable. say mis- mis- well, miserable. The team is miserable. The fan base, I almost feel a little something for. They lose horrifically every year in the playoffs. <laughs> every year. The Bruins always beat them. Last year, the Blue Jackets beat them in, like, quali- qualifying round. This Ooh. year, they win the Canadian division, whatever it's called. Montreal comes mm-hmm. back from 3-1 and beats them. Things look like they're on the way up. They get the kid Matthews. Tavares signs there. And, uh, man, nothing changed. Sometimes the uniform, there's like a stench on a uniform. You saw Red Sox, Cubs. Like, there's a certain, certain things that just you can't explain. The universe, I don't know. When was the last time Toronto won or was even in a Stanley Cup final? I want to say 75. That's, that's a long time, man. I don't know if that's right, though. <laughs> well, it's still, it would be a long time. Uh, uh, yeah, well it's been a while, though. Might as well look it up. Yeah, we may as well. Check it out, yeah. Uh, Maple Leaf Stanley Cups. Um, how bad was that game? I didn't watch it. I know it was game seven. Uh, they lost three to one. Uh, so it ne- never really was a game. No, because it was 3 nothing when the empty netter went in, and they must have put one on at the very end. So basically shut out at home. And it was the first game where they let any fans in, I guess, and it was just healthcare workers. So they treated them to a, uh, a real dud of a game seven. <laughs> Is this possible that – It was not 75 because I just looked that up, and it was Philly and Buffalo. They have 13 Stanley Cup champion, championships – Right. Well, they were part of the original six, so it was a lot. I'm sure they got a few back when there was only six teams. They won their last championship in 1967? There you go. I gave them eight years. Yeah, they'll take those eight years. I'm sure they'd be happy to have them. I gave them eight years. Yeah, I'd say – I think because it's it's probably – it's the fourth major sport in America, Canadian Mm -hmm. team, so I think people don't pay – as much – like, who's a cursed hockey franchise? You don't really hear about that too much. You hear about it in every other sport. Well, the Rangers, really were, considered, the Rangers were considered cursed until 94. True. That was a team, I guess you could say. And I think – I think was that, was that big nationally, the, the, um, the Rangers curse? I know, I know when they won, it was a big story nationally. But I can't remember if it was actually something that was talked I, about. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I, I, I just remember – Kind of locking into that season, or that, right. that playoffs really, and then th- that's when I became aware of it at all. Right. So that was so you said fifty four years. Yeah, it was forty five. I think it was forty to ninety four. I think fifty four. Oh, forty. Okay. Okay. So that's what the Leafs are at right now, fifty four. So I guess that would be the new franchise now. Yeah, I mean that's, that needs uh, a W. We'll call them cursed. I'm calling them cursed. I, I think. Yeah. It's bad. Almost, get, almost guaranteeing Toronto wins it all next year by us saying it here on the show. Hey, that's fine. I'm pretty sure 
I'm pretty sure I opened up with how bad they were last year during the playoffs because they lost to the Blue Jackets. So <laughs> if sweet. there's one team, they're, they're Sunday poor, uh, they're curse, whatever you want to call it, curse proof. Wait, how are how, how they curse proof? Because I killed or I slaughtered them last year when they lost to the Blue Jackets, oh, I think. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You keep trying. Yeah. I'm looking at their playoff history right now. They have lost in the first round the last five straight years. Oof. And they had the best record a couple years ago, right? And, and lost in the first round. Was that them? It might have been. I don't know. They always lose to the Bruins. That's all I know. <laughs> Remember the – I mean, the famous one is – I forget what year it was. I mean, this could be almost 10 years ago now. I think it was the year the Bruins went to the Cup uh, and lost to the Blackhawks. They had the Game 7 in Boston. They were up 4-1 to one with, I don't know, four minutes left. And mm-hmm. they gave up three goals late. Oh, that – yeah. And lost in overtime. One. That was bad. Yes. So they have some – they have some they, – they check the boxes for Curse Franchise. They have the horrific losses. They're all there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't even find the last time they won a playoff series. I have to go back to the 2004 playoffs. They beat just oh, they beat Ottawa in the first round before they lost in the uh, second round. So not a good uh, not a good history. No, it's 16 years, 17 years since they even won a fucking playoff series. That's awful. Yeah, and I don't even know. You said 67 was their last cup. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. I think that was their last appearance, too, I think. Yeah, so Maple Leaf hockey, some things never change. Yeah, we talked about last time how there's not really any worthwhile Canadian teams. Not so many words we said it, but we we talked about just it's it's ugly up there for having a spawn sport. (laughs) No, I think it's uh, 28 years. I think the Canadians with WAH, I think that might be the last Canadian team to win. Holy shit, that was... That's Gretzky. Years ago? Yeah. Wow. It's been, it's been a while. 93, the year before the, the Rangers won? Yes. Yeah. And uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Uh, oh, they are guaranteed the, – the Canadian teams – or excuse me. They are guaranteed to have a Canadian team in the Final Four this year, just with how it was set up, with the whole group stage sort of – format so winnipeg or montreal they will have a team in the final four for the first time in a while too i think <laughs> there's luck of the draw there's the covid circumstances luck of the draw and they will probably be ranked four out of four in that final four because winnipeg and montreal did not have great regular seasons i don't think so there that's hockey breakdown right there we're watching was, isles bruins right now yeah, um, sure, yeah. Need this one. that's that's your that's your hockey check-in uh, so bender of a weekend. I made, I made the, I made the conscious decision today. We talked about last show about how you're going to handle Monday yes. of Memorial Day weekend. You kind of have to dip your toe in or go all in. Mm-hmm. I made the decision. I was at a party before. Yeah. I done a little wine drinking before I got to the party. Okay. Got to the party, three high lives and done. Called it. Called it a, called it a holiday. Three highlights, and I made the decision that was it. Because after you, it's the it's the rule of three. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't just have four 
It's either three or then once you have the fourth, you're you know you're in you're you're in you're yeah, in you, for like ten and twelve. You can't have we can't have just one. Three is like a nice number, and then yeah, once you once you go any further, you're. Well, I, th- I probably went a little further this morning because I was golfing this morning, drank on the course, had a Bloody Mary afterwards. But okay, so a little more, yeah, that was it. And then I had a, I had a beer later on because I was home grilling, and I had a Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock on the grill. Got it, yeah. So, but yeah, made, made the same conscious decision to uh, not push all my chips in. No. No, nope. sometimes you got to take the foot off the, the gas a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. And it was, a, it, I mean, from Friday on, I was going pretty good. I was hardly, yeah. I was hardly, holiday hard. weekend. Yep. But, uh, yeah, shit. Well, all right. Three, two Islanders here, about halfway through the third period. Um, yeah. So, and I, and I also, I think we need to like implement a rule. Maybe it'll catch on through this podcast. Okay. I th- I think by Fourth of July, which is going to be the next big social gathering. Yeah. I mean, it's the it's the event of the summer every year, Fourth of July. Yep. I think the COVID small talk should be just extinct by then. I think we got to get rid of it. Yeah, I'm I'm done with it myself um, personally, but I'm if we had we need a gavel to. Make these things official. When, like, we have a when we have when we make a, a definitive statement like that, like small talk is over July fourth. We need a just there. It is. That's all yeah. we need. A fist. Yeah, we need a Sunday pour gavel. Unless, so yeah, fist, iron fist, a Sunday pour iron fist. We get, it's a good one. We should implement the rules now. Like what what counts as COVID small talk? Anything mask related? No, mask is a big one because mask is. Everyone's got a big opinion on the mask. Yeah. And it could get ugly, too. I have no opinion on the mask. Of my personal, I guess, preference. I was not even really a preference. I hate the fucking mask. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, but, I, don't, I don't know anyone who like, likes the mask. I don't see why you would like the mask. Yeah, I just go through the motions, though. I got to tell right, you. Yeah, go, if the place was, requires you to do it, you don't want to go viral in a Walmart. Right, yeah. Stop it. It's like stop and shop. Like has a sign out not requiring masks, but strongly encouraging its customers to wear masks. Strong recommendation. It's about, I would say 75% of people have the mask on in there, but the one out of every four, that's fair. I'd say. And the, the, the demographic that is most likely to not have a mask, uh, not have a mask on Mm -hmm. is, it's women, white women over like fifty-five. They're the ones not masking. Not up. masking up, yeah. You'll see some older. It's the every other demographic, a fair mix. Younger people probably the most masks. People, you know, I don't know, eighteen to thirty-five probably like the most masked up. All right. Uh, and then just a, a fair mix of older fellas wearing the masks. A couple not wearing. And then you know, like, people are definitely judging as you're going through. People are looking at the people with the mask, being like, look at this fucking pussy wearing a mask. And you know, people, like, uh, with, the, you know, look, people with the masks on are going, looking at these people going, oh, look at, look at this irresponsible prick not wearing a mask. It's like the Dr. Seuss 
book. What was the one with they had the stars on the stomach? Some did, some didn't. What? It's a, it's a Dr. Seuss book. It was some people. Some of the animals had the stars on the stomach, and some didn't have the stars on the stomach. Uh, that was that. Maybe that was one of the books that got canceled. I don't remember that one. Uh, it was a good book. It was like it, it was. Uh, I can't remember how it went. <laughs> but like it was the, the cool thing to do was that was to, was to have the stars on the stomach. So then every every animal got the star on the stomach. Then they got the star taken off. It was all about trying to like fit in. I think. I have no idea. You know, trying to be cool. You know what I mean. This All these Dr. animals Seuss were book? trying to conform. Yeah, it was a Dr. Seuss book. Stars, haves and haves nots. I don't know. That's not Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't one of his best. It wasn't Cat in the Hat. I'll just say that. I've seen him on Mulberry Tree. That one? That's the one that got canceled. Uh, stars on stomach, Dr. Seuss. That's the best I could do. The Sneetches? Yeah. Sneeches get stitches. Yeah, it is the sneeches. Yeah, all right. So I have to do my maybe I'll have to do my research next time and figure out what. Uh, yeah, it was basically yeah. Was, know, was, there was some underlying meaning in the book, but I can't get into that right now. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> it was about trying to fit in. And was it? Um, was it? Do you remember the overall message was don't like force it, like don't try and fit in, like you don't want to, don't try and be one of the crowd, be yourself, be original. That's basically the that's basically the meaning of the book, I think. Oh, I just I just got a, an update on my phone from Bleach Report. All right, Toronto uh, will pass New York Rangers with their fifty fifth year since winning the Stanley Cup. Leafs have record cup drought. Shit! If we were taping this live, we would have broke it before Bleacher Report. Yeah, you had it ready to go, locked and loaded, man. That's that's crazy though. That's two, you know, when you look at two of the teams that have had the longest droughts, it's two original six teams. Yeah, and the yeah. Bruins had a drought too, right? Like kind of a little bit in, uh, what, before they won in twenty eleven. They they hadn't won since Bobby Orr. Yeah, they've. Won I guess enough. maybe just because those franchises have been around the longest, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the Canadians now, they're going on, assuming they don't win this year, it would be 28 years. We just said, wah. Bruins obviously won 10 years ago. We're the other original. Uh, Red Wings, I mean, have won a million. And yet, the, oh, the Blackhawks, before they won the first one in 2010, I'm pretty sure they had a drought too. So the longest droughts have come hmm. from, I'm pretty sure the Blackhawks, because they didn't win in the 90s or the, I think they hadn't won since maybe the 60s. Oh, man. They were considered a little bit of a team, like a, a team that you know they were always kind of good, Ronick, guys like yeah. that in the '90s, Chelios, but they couldn't get over the hump. Right, right, right. It's hard. I mean, yeah, people people like to say it's the hardest, you know, championship to win in sports. Hard mm-hmm. to argue that. It's the playoffs is just you get your ass, your head just bashed in in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's so hard to win a game. Yeah. In every yeah. I always say in hockey, you look at the uh, you look at the basketball playoffs or even baseball, it's like ah, oh, you'll steal one at home, mm-hmm. try and split on the you know, split uh split on the road and take care of business at home. None of that matters in hockey. Each game takes on a life of its own. And it's the only sport where like bad break can ruin a series. Like 
it's, it comes down to the bounce of the puck sometimes. I mean, yeah. That's what it comes down it's, to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, it's, it's you don't, like, so, yeah, you can, you can, there, there could be a, a bad hop in baseball or, I mean, like the, like the Kawhi shot that hung on the rim a couple of years ago, like that, you know, like that kind of stuff does happen. But, I mean, in hockey, really could just skim off somebody's shin and go in, and the eighth seed is is taking a series, basically. Yeah, and these goal these goalies get hot. That sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah, the hot goalie is uh, the deal breaker, and that's why you get those marathon games, man. And it comes down to a deflection off a skate. Yep. Yeah. I mean, a horrific way to lose, but sometimes guys play so well that you're just like, you just got to throw pucks to the net and get a deflection. Yeah. Well, it, it was like the, the year that the the Kings won. Uh, what's his name? The kid from, from Connecticut, the goalie. Oh, quick. Yeah. Yeah, it was as good as, ever, as he ever was. And that was, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's not even in the league anymore, right? Yeah, <laughs> wasn't that long ago. That's crazy. I thought he was, like, heading for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. Won, wait, he won two cups, I think. Was he the? Was he, he beat the, the Rangers. Was he the primary goalie the second time around? Maybe he may have been a platoon. I don't know. That's a I good think, question. I think the Rangers. The Rangers year, I'm pretty sure he was like a number one and locked in and just the, the hot goal because they were eight seed that year, right? Yeah, they were the eight yeah. seed. I'm pretty sure they beat Vancouver and they never looked back. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was like yeah, I think he was the number one guy. I don't remember this the second time around. I'm not. Positive. I mean, I'm sure he was on the team, but I'm not positive that he was uh, as locked in. But yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the crazy thing about it. There we were thinking, here's future Hall of Fame goal. You know, one of the best of all time. And after this performance, he has to go down as one of the best of all time. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, not even the league, not that much. What was it five, seven years ago? Seven years. Yeah. yeah. And they, what was the other year they won? They won in 2012, too, maybe. Beat the uh, the Devils. Yeah, I don't remember exactly if if Quick was their main goalie for both of those. Well, Jonathan Quick, we barely knew you. <laughs> Pride of Connecticut, already was, already gone. I'm trying to think of like another goalie that just made it in the playoffs and never to be heard from. Not never to be heard from. Oh, again, how about uh, John Sebastian Jaguer? Oh Ducks yeah, goalie. Ducks. Yep. Tim Thomas, too. I mean, it's going back a little far. Well, they, Tim they, Thomas they Bruins. Win. They didn't win. They no, win? they won with Tim Thomas. That oh, was, he, Rask wasn't the goalie. Yeah. Tim Thomas was a journeyman who – did he play for the Islanders one year after the, that cup? I don't recall. I think he played – he was a real quick year, not even with the Islanders. Uh, but, yeah, he was like a journeyman, I think, that kind of – Made a few runs with the Bruins late in his career and then got hot in that playoff run. Shut out the Canucks. That's actually another curse franchise. All right, so I guess hockey does have a few now that we think about it. The, the Canucks, like, lit their city on fire when they lost to the Rangers. Yeah, not they lit. They, they went nuts. Yeah, that seems like a sick sports town. I mean, it's your only team, right? So, I mean, live and die with that team. They might have an MLS team. I don't know. I have no idea. Arena football, I don't know. No, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, but, but it's yeah. Canada, so it's hockey, and that's it's gonna be good. that's that's probably what they just. Everybody must be a, a Canuck fan up there. True, and at least Toronto has the Raptors. They have the Blue Jays. You know, I'm sure yeah. the Leafs are. I'm sure the Leafs are number one, but right, right, right. 
So yeah, the Canucks, the Canucks fan could be even darker than the Leafs fan. Cause I don't think the Canucks have ever won. I'm not sure when they came into existence. But the Canucks, uh, pretty sure the after, Canucks are coupless. After 1967, apparently. Yeah. There's a few of those coupless teams, like the Sharks. Yeah. Calgary Flames. I forget the Sharks. Are Fucking Canadian teams, man. <laughs> For the country that invented hockey, man. Crazy. Well, Canucks were... F- Oh, 1970. They came to the NHL. All right, so they're going on 50. They've been around for a while, years. but they weren't in the NHL until 1970. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, how about here's another one. And this, I don't know if this is going to be directed only at uh, the NBA fan, but I guess I did see some shed in like in baseball crowds too. You know, we talk about uh, we said COVID small. We <sighs> just tied it. And we talked about. Uh, COVID, you know, trying to avoid the small talk. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to add vaccines. The vaccine talk should probably end soon, too. What vaccine you got that isn't important? I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten that in a while. Thankfully. Nah. Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> um, where was I going with that? Oh, Baseball. we talked about how people would learn something from the last year plus. Oh, yeah. I no. mean, people are bigger animals than ever. I mean, yeah, you see there's fights in the baseball crowd. Some guy tried to storm the court tonight in, in uh, Washington. He had to be tackled by security. Oh, man. This is a day after a guy got arrested in Boston for throwing a, a bottle at Kyrie. Yeah, and then you had the, the popcorn incident with Westbrook and uh, Trey Young getting spit on at the Garden or attempted, attempted loogie. Yeah, this, this, you're making a case for quarantine. Like, why do we ever let you people out of the house? You don't, you don't belong out of the house. You're fucking animals. Right. Like, five minutes, it felt good to have people out of the house. And now you just want everyone to go away. Oh, man, it is. <laughs> it is a feel-bad situation, man. It did not last. It did not last people. long. I mean, I have no problem heckling the shit out of somebody, as we've talked about on the show before. Right? You yeah. Don't, but you don't you don't throw shit at people, and you don't talk shit about their mothers. It's like the two two rules I have. No, you don't mother. talk shit about. Well, what, what, I mean, what if it's a big rivalry rivalry game? No, you don't about the mother the mother stuff. Yeah. No, I don't like your mama jokes. No, keep it on. You know, that's my only. Keep it personal. Keep it strictly on them. Yeah. 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 Mom jokes what are if, almost too. Mom jokes are almost too easy. It's lazy. Like what it. if their mother is somehow in the spotlight for whatever the reason? Oh, that's you know a uh, different story, I guess. A, a case by case. Like LeBron's mother with Delonte West. <laughs> that, that yeah, that's game. yeah, that's fair game. Yeah, that yeah. was fair game. <laughs> it's exception to the rule for sure. Yeah, hard right. to, hard to ignore that one. All right, so mother jokes off limits, uh, but there is a disclaimer there. They are acceptable at times. You know, you know why? Because I remember the Yankees were playing Cleveland in the playoffs one year, and David Wells was warming up, and his mother just died, and they and the or I don't know if she had just died, but I think that might mother. have been Fenway. Well, I thought it was Cleveland, and he's warming up in the Cleveland bull- too. He's warming up in the bullpen, and they're riding him about his mom dying, which is. 
fucking just you're scumbags. So I got Dave Wells back in that case, in that situation. And so I don't want I wouldn't want I wouldn't want I don't want to do that to my players again. Yeah. Yeah, maybe lay off, you know. Guy's mother just died, maybe. It's it's lazy. Of course it's gonna piss him off. It's lazy. Just do 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 a better job. It's up to you. Try to try and get in his head. It's, it's below the belt. You're getting yeah. into his head, but you gotta keep it you gotta keep it above the waist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, I have no problem heckling. But yeah, there's no don't probably throwing shit at people. Like just the the divide between players and fans is so much further away than it ever was. And you can look at the contracts and the money and shit like that. I mean, like but it's also how fans look at the players and treat the players. Like uh, it's looking back to like the Brooklyn Dodgers and those players like rode the subway or, you know, lived in the neighborhood in Brooklyn, like famously. Right. And, that, and now it's like you see one of these people in public and it's like, they owe you something because they're famous. And then to go to you pay, like you, you pay 150 bucks for a ticket. It doesn't mean you could fucking throw popcorn on them. I don't. Yeah, they, I don't know, man. People are just—they're just—I can't explain it. They're just so excited to get out of the house now that they just feel like they forgot how to act. They literally forgot how to act. I, yeah, I, it's out of control. Uh, a year ago, a year and a half ago, we weren't that much better. <laughs> I don't think they forgot. I think we were always. I don't worse. know. Is it just—is it just because having fans back in the building feels kind of new that we just forgot? what animals people were? Because I, I just feel like there's something different every day. I mean, Malice in the Palace did happen at some point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, I mean, there's been – we just started letting fans back in, and I feel like there's yeah. a story every day. Yeah, it should, it should not be every day. Right. It's, once, once is enough, but every day is excessive. Like, this is – Yeah, incredible. I mean, I guess fights – I've seen some fights in some uh, baseball stadiums. I guess that's, you know, you're always going to have a little bit of that. Uh, but I don't know. I just, uh, it's just, it feels like there's, it just feels like people are out of control. It's, yeah, it's, people are stupid. And I, I, I don't know how else to put it. They, they just never underestimate the stupidity of people. I try not to. And yet I do. And yet here we are. <laughs> Amazed. Scrumming, scrum for the net. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. Did yeah. uh did the Sixers finish off the Wizards? I know it was close. I don't know. And B got hurt, so I I think the Wizards may have uh may have hung on. It was it was it was real close last I saw. Wizards won by eight, and wow. B did not come back. Wow. So that will be something to monitor. Knee injury. Oof. Never don't like to see that knee injury from a big man. No good. Yeah, but you know, fuck the Sixers. Also. <laughs> yeah, at the same time, the Sixers can go fuck themselves. Yes. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Um, I don't know what. Uh, the Rounders are going to lose this game. I think I've already resigned to the fact that they're down 2-0. Wow, that's not good. Yeah, sometimes you get that feeling. I got the feeling when they were up 3-1 and they had a million chances to go up 4-1, it felt like. End of the second and beginning of the third. 
that's when I made the decision that we were in trouble. Mm. Wow. I feel like Tuco Rask can be had, though. It's the only thing about him. It's open, it's open season on goalies. Let's go. And, any, and without knowing anything about hockey, I mean, the Avalanche looked like a fucking wagon. They beat the, the Knights 7-1. to The Avalanche were big favorites coming into the, the, the playoffs. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's like a sh- surprising favorite for hockey because it's always so wide open. And they've yeah. won five in a row. So, so far, Vegas has been right on. And apparently, <laughs> Vegas is the second uh, – Vegas like the second best team in the league. So, it's kind of a stacked quarterfinal matchup. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I know, nothing about, I know nothing about the Avalanche. Nothing. Nathan McKinnon, I think, is their star. We'll go with okay. that. That's all, right. all I know. Nate McKinnon. Nate McKinnon, watch out. All right. Um, yeah, so that's, that's about all I can give you hockey-wise. One of my favorite hockey games ever. So ESPN, back in the 90s, used to do Wednesday Night Hockey. Right. And there was – it was the Avalanche – and I think it was Detroit because it was like a big rivalry in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was some bad blood. And it was, it was just one of those games like the Rangers had this year where it just fights off the, off the first faceoff. And that was this game. It was just puck dropped, penalty, you know, two five-minute penalties <laughs> to guys fighting. And this continued the entire game. Just oh, yeah. the entire time. Which I remember mean, <clears throat> the specifics of it, except that's I tu- I remember tuning in specifically just to see him fucking brawl. Yeah, those, those were uh, those were. Fun. I mean, you still see stuff like that. Hockey's probably the sport that's changed probably the least over the years. Yeah, you yeah. Still they, see guys. Well, after you saw like after the uh, the Tavares injury, which wasn't a dirty hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that that was game one of the Canadian series? Yeah, it was the hard. It was the Hard luck. But there was a story that came out um, that, you know, the, the following face-off. Mm-hmm. The – I forget who – I think oh, I think it was Corey Perry was involved in the hit, who's, who's kind of notorious, 30 player, okay, notoriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they said the play was clean, and whoever he was facing off against for the Leafs was like, yeah, I know it was clean, man, but we got to throw down. Yeah. It's just one of those things where, like, it's just, you know – our our star went down, so we're gonna have to throw some haymakers. Yeah, that's it. And it's just acceptable. Yeah, and it gets your team going, fires your team up, and kind of gets their team on their heels. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing about Rask is uh, the crowd can turn on Rask in a heartbeat too. It's not they're very fickle with their goalie in Boston. Well, yeah, that that crowd could uh, that could be a rough crowd, Boston. Yeah. Tough, tough on their guys. Real embarrassing weekend for the Yanks, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, not, not good. That was like a two two steps back weekend, and then today was not great. Uh, yeah, it's just, today was just business as usual. It's you know, following yeah. up on the momentum of that uh, great weekend. So that's Man. four in a row. I mean, this is why I refuse to get excited when they were on a six-game winning streak. Because I know this team. I just know – I know them. Yeah. Yeah. I, got, I, I was hoping, like, they'd kind of find a new identity. They'd find – they'd kind of grow up a little bit this year, but it just seems like more of the same shit. 
Nah, I, I mean, I, and then and Saturday, and Sunday, I had a feeling Friday night when they lost that game. And they were terrible in that game, too. I saw the beginning and the end of it. I, they score a run in the 10th inning on a fucking pass ball. Yeah, it's and then, uh, and then, uh, Yeah. And then uh, they blow it in the 10th with Wilson, who we are. He probably had the guy struck out the pitch before, but whatever. And after that game, I made, I made the decision. So I just I took a, I took two mental health days off <laughs> from the Yankees Saturday and Sunday. I didn't watch a pitch on Saturday. Sunday, I don't even know if I watched the pitch on Sunday. I heard a little bit on the radio. I didn't even throw it on the radio on the way to the party because I'm like I'm not. I don't, I'm I'm out right now. I don't I don't want I don't want to be invested in them. I, mean, I I listened to the ninth inning at the party we're at in the garage. False hope, yes, but I went down with the ship there. Mm. It was a mental health day, and then today I was back in, hoping Ugh. to change a little bit of the mojo, and uh, it didn't work. Scored one oh, run, so man. things aren't good. Yeah, when it gets when they don't hit, man, it gets real ugly. And uh, it was only a couple weeks ago where we they, we see we saw a rally that was you know all singles, no no home runs. They scored they scored a. A handful of runs you're like all right look this is this is the team that you want to be this is a team that doesn't need to put out of the ballpark but that is sometimes i think it's going back to their bad old bad habits or you get cold and it just it just looks real bad yeah now stan's back to being an automatic out oh yeah he's judge he comes back yeah i mean judge I don't, I don't know what to say about judge he's just Whatever judge is hitting, it's a soft whatever it is, three whatever. Because he's yeah. done nothing. You know what I mean? He pads his fucking stats against Baltimore. Yeah. Things are going right. The ball's flying out of the ballpark. One time, one of these games, could judge do something? Hit a three-run homer in a tight game. And, uh, yeah, and then Glaber can't field anymore. So, it's yeah. not <laughs> it's, it's not good. What would Steinbrenner be doing if he was like? I'm not a big Steinbrenner fan. Like, I also kind of hate when people do this when they're like, "Oh, well, if George is still around, he's been dead for like 20 years." Like, I, you know, this isn't like I, hate, I really don't. Like people, but there's no sense of urgency at all with this team ever to improve. There's no sense of urgency at all, like to solve the problems they have. It's everybody's always it, anything that comes out of the camp is just oh, they're, they're going to figure it out. These these guys have always produced. They'll produce again. Right. Uh, it's it's mind-boggling and infuriating that it seems like nobody gives a shit. I would say if George was around, uh, Luis Sessa and Tyler Wade probably aren't Yankees this Listen, long. Why, there's, Tyler Wade is not your starting center fielder ever. It's embarrassing that Tyler Wade's out there, that Gardner's out there. He had the Cliff Florial up the other day. He had a double. I'm not – I don't think he's like the savior offensively, but let's fucking let the kid play, man. We know what Gardner is at this point. Okay, he's a fifth outfielder. Okay, Frazier, you've already fucked up Frazier. Let's not fuck up the kid Floreal too. Let's just fucking put him out there in center. Hicks is done. Let's just put put the kid out there. He's a natural center fielder. Let him play. Last time just, they won, uh... last time they won, it was him, him, and him in the lineup. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the deal. I don't know. I don't know the the. Uh, I don't know what their view is. I, I really don't know what the organizational approach is right now. Can't uh, figure it out. 
it's, it's every time I see Wade start in the starting lineup, I, I get I get pissed. And I don't even know what to do. Frazier didn't play today. Did he play the weekend? I don't even know. I made a point not to follow at all Saturday, Sunday. He was in the lineup, I think, yesterday. Frazier was? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he was. He was two for four, hitting 182. Um, yeah, I mean, and, I mean, this is a broken record, but just, yeah, the batting averages. And everyone's, man, everyone's upset. Kay was ripping him, I guess, yesterday. And so I heard a little bit of Sterling at the end of the game, disgusted. It's uh, yeah. Su- Susan doesn't like the brand of baseball, and then I go. I, then you watch. Like I put on the A's today for a little bit. A's are playing um, Seattle. Yeah. Put them on for a little bit, and yeah, they're they're moving runners over. They're taking an extra base on uh, you know on a shallow type hit, pinch pinch running for the catcher in a tie game. I'm like yeah, because you need a you need a, you want that fucking run. You're playing to fucking win. Right. It's something that Boone would never do. Boone just let Gary Sanchez slog around the bases before, <laughs> before, every, before he ever thought about putting in a pinch runner. Not that he has anybody in the bench to put in anyway, but it's, just, <laughs> it's a short bench. It's a, be- it's a short bench. You know, we, we do a lot of complaining about baseball. Maybe it's just the Yankees brand of baseball because there, there's, there's, other, there's other teams out there that are enjoyable to watch. I and mean, put a Padres game on. You know, there's teams out there that are that have decent. Uh, it isn't just all or nothing. There's a lot of that all or nothing, but it's not all one dimensional. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think every team in baseball is as bad as the Yankees when it comes to that. Yeah, like I heard them today. I was listening in the car, and they were. They, you know, Sterling and Susan were ranting about the three true outcome thing, which is what we talked about last week: mm-hmm. home run, strikeout, walk. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Yankees. Yeah, I don't. I don't know because you could sit. You could blame the approach. You know, everyone in baseball has this approach. But then you look up and they're like bottom five and runs scored. Yeah. I'm not. You know. So there's mm. other teams that are scoring more runs than them, mm. and you're supposed to have more talent. I mean, I don't know if you put anything into uh, exit velo. I mean. But- Glaber Torres is apparently the second worst in the league this year with exit velo. I don't know what to make of that stat. I really, I can't make heads or tails of it. I don't know if that matters or not. But, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a glass half uh, empty guy here and say it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Well, it is. It's a stupid. It's a stupid stat, and they overdo it. But you know, it's a, that's that's something that people could see with the eyeball. That's the eyeball test. It's just they put a number on it now. Yeah. I mean, it's like the people from the 20s and 30s would say nobody hit the ball harder than Lou Gehrig. So his exit velo must have been, like, top of the charts. He just did line drives all over the field, basically. Um, Plus, you know, doesn't it matter? Doesn't exit velo only matter when you make contact? So if a guy strikes yeah. out mm-hmm. 250 times in a season, what does his exit velo matter? Yeah, he hits the ball hard. He runs into <laughs> one once in a while, yeah. Right, I'd rather have a guy whose exit velo is a few miles an hour slower, but he makes contact that puts the ball in play. Right, yeah. The guy I mentioned was fucking Lou Gehrig. Right, not every, not everybody back then was Lou Gehrig. Right, there's only one of him. Yeah, not everybody, not everybody has to hit 120 miles an hour off the bat. 
Yeah, for sure. No, there's got to be, it's got to be more well-rounded. The teams don't, you know, again, broken record. This, the Yankees just built a team with a bunch of guys with the same strengths. Like not ever thinking that they needed anything else on that team. Yeah, it's broken. It's yeah. like a Mr. Potato Head with everything in the wrong spot. It's a Mr. Potato Head with just 17 sets of eyes. Yes. It's all, it's all the same body part. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's freakishly misplaced, everything. I, at some point, does Garrett Cole flip the fuck out? Because he's, he's the one guy who kind of lives up to what you expect from him. He, he came to New York to win. And he is like the one true leader on the team. And they've never had a guy, this iteration of the Yanks has never had a leader like Cole. And at some point, he's got to flip out, right? There's got to be, maybe not in public, but there's got to be behind the door, the players only meeting where he fucking rips into these people. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough because he's, he's, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if you're, when you're a leader, but the fact that he only pitches once every five days. You know, there's only so much Cole can do on the field. Sure, yeah. I feel like it needs to be an everyday player, though. I mean, I, we've seen in the past some pitchers be leaders. Like, Cone comes to mind from the 90s teams. Cone, Cone was definitely a leader, that team was, I guess. That team was full of leaders, though. Right, which is why Torrey, being the player's manager, made sense back then. You know what I mean? Because right, I think right. that's what they tried to do with Girardi Boone. Tried to yeah. bring in a players players manager because mm-hmm. Girardi obviously ruffles feathers. Yeah, and it backfired because this is a team that kind of needed, I think, someone to kind of stay on their ass. Yeah, hold them responsible. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's easy to say that now. Listen, Bo- Girardi's been gone for four years, so can't we can't we got yeah. we have to look in the in the can't got, can't keep looking in the rearview mirror. But it is worth noting that this team oh. probably didn't need. A substitute teacher. They needed a real. They needed someone to crack crackheads. Yeah, yeah. Well, historically, it matters because that was the turning point in the Yankees organization. They had all these young guys coming up, and they made a decision to 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 bring in this guy. And uh, well, like I said, the rest man. is almost history. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Boone might be here fifteen years from now. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, Boone, Boone will be like the, the longest the stump marrow with uh, job security, basically. <laughs> who goes from who goes first, Boone or Cashman? I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like I, Cashman is just has the Coach K contract at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. His his job security is unbelievable. Like the Steinbrenners, I think they don't want anything to do with the team, so they're just like, here's the keys to the car, man. Figure it out. We'll check in with you next winter. Cashman's know. basically George. He just he has final say in in, in everything. Um, he's like a quiet George, behind the scenes George. Like he's running the Yankees with no one to answer to, really. Yeah, that's my that's my outlook. I don't know who 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 is he answering to? I mean, Randy Levine. Ugh. There's no way. Hey, a joke. He's got no one to answer to, man. Randy Levine calls up to rant about the state of the team. Cashman just puts it on mute and lets him go. Yeah. Cashman's real comfortable. And who could blame Too him? Too comfortable. Too comfortable. Who, oh, yeah. Who could blame him, though? Yeah. You're absolutely right, man. He's not worried about his job. No. No, which is a joke because it, it, this is a results business. And if 
Hey, but I mean, if you're content just winning 100 games a year, 95 games a year, losing in the first round of the playoffs, uh, I guess you just, it's just a team for you. I know they had a couple of bad breaks, and they were in the LCS in game seven and stuff, but, uh, you know, they, there's, there's, there's no, like I said, no sense of urgency, no, no sense of trying to fix the problems and it's just you know we're going to write it out this is who we are unapologetically who we are we're just going to write it out and you should never you should never be content with who you are you should be always trying to get better especially in a, in a competitive sport i mean i forget where i was talking about it but like colby every off season tried to add something new to his game this is one player Try to add something new to his game every year. All right, so now he wanted to do the fadeaway. Now, now he want you know he wanted to post up better, whatever it is. And he'd, he'd he'd look at this guy or that guy and try to pick a move out of their repertoire that he could put into his own game. The Yankees are the opposite of that, where nobody wants to improve on, on any single thing. They just want to keep doing the same thing, and not and they don't want to bring in somebody new to kind of give a different dynamic to the team. They're just like this is this is who we are with the New York Yankees. We're not going anywhere. We're not going to do anything. This is how we're going to play baseball, win, lose, or draw. Yeah. <clears throat> need, need a uh, – need back to the drawing board. <laughs> yeah, I can't I'm, even yell and scream about it, man. I can't even yell and scream about it because this is what – I mean, this is what we've seen the first two months. It was just you hope this is rock bottom, but <sighs> I've hoped that it was rock bottom like five different times this year. So I don't know. I don't know where we go. I don't know where we go from here. I mean, it's a huge week. Huge. Yeah. You already yeah. started off with a loss to Tampa. You have three more with Tampa, and you have their first series with Boston. Yeah. Now, it helps that you have two wild cards, and it, yeah, it, keeps, you, it keeps you in the race. That's that, the whole point of adding the wild card. The whole point of adding the first wild card back in 95 was to keep more teams in it. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with adding the second wild card. It, it's, it keeps you – uh, you know, it keeps you – it gives you hope if this year the wheels come off and let's say the Rays run away or the Red Sox get hot and run away and the Yankees are eight games back yeah. on July 4th. Yeah. Eight games back on July 4th, back in eight, 1985, you'd be like, all right, we're probably not going to the playoffs. We'll cross our fingers. Maybe we'll make a run, but probably mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Now you're eight games back on July 4th. It's like, okay, we're uh, three games back of the loss column with the second wild card. So it's like – it's hard yeah. to really play your way out of it, so I don't think they're going to be able to be that bad. Uh, but it's, I don't know. I, it's <laughs> I don't know if the I don't know if the playoffs are a formality. That's all I'll say. The American League's a little bit better than we thought. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, shit has to change, and they're going to have their moments where they're hot. We saw them win six in a row. Mm-hmm. Okay, even the worst teams in baseball get hot and win eight out of ten. So, I mean, they're going to they're gonna have stretches where they win games. It's just uh, don't forget about this stretch. That's all I'll say. Because this, I think this is, the, this is kind of more who they, who they are. Yeah, and they, when they do play well, it's more of a mirage. They can be derailed by good pitching or even halfway decent pitching. Yeah, I, it, it, doesn't take, it doesn't take much to really yeah. silence this team. Yeah, that's, there you have it. There's your Yankee update. Yeah. The offense. Now, if you have if you made it through that and didn't slit your wrist, good luck. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. What do we got? It's Memorial Days in the books now. What do we got? What's coming up? Uh, so the next holiday is July 4th, right? So we got a little ways to go there. Uh, yeah, I mean, June 1st is, you know, we're already hit June now. So it's, it's a, little bit, a little bit of a quicker turnaround than usual, I guess, because Memorial Day came late. Yeah, yeah. So, what, you know, four weeks, we'll say. Oh. oh, man, that was such a good scoring opportunity. It feels like you're definitely losing when you don't score on those. Yeah, they're just going to take one over it. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was going <laughs> to – and then the Bruins came back and just kind of tossed one at the net, and you figure it's going to just get to the five hole. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess 4th of July would be the next. June doesn't really uh... – I guess August is the dog days. June, usually you have the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Finals. But those are a little bit going to be a little bit later. Yeah. What do you have in June? You get the hot, the ball breaking weather. It's it a little humid. I mean, we had the worst. This had to be the worst weather we had in May in a long time, man. I don't remember it being this cold in May in a long time. It was. Uh, it was something out there. <laughs> It was almost one last kick in the balls from COVID. It was almost one more, like, not, not so fast. We're not quite back to normal. I thought we'd stop with this COVID small talk bullshit. What are you doing? No, July 4th. July 4th. Uh, cut off. All right. Kind of well, have to wean yourself off I'm, like a drug addict. I'm going to try and be proactive with it. <laughs> all right. You got you no vaccine talk, no mask. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Somebody told me they liked this when we were watching live sports on the show. I forget who. Somebody said it. They liked it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And, it was, and it was an Islanders game we were watching, so it was like last week. Oh, wow. All right. Um, yeah. Didn't uh, expect the Islander watches to, uh, to be what, you know, spiked ratings. I'm not sure they tune in for it. But it, I guess it added something to the to the broadcast. Well, yeah. All right, a little human element to it. All right. Um. Yeah, June. Uh, yeah. That, I feel like we you haven't f- had you any Father's goals. Day. Father's Day. Rip. U.S. Open. Belmont. Oh yeah. Yep. A little bit of a weird Belmont this year. Yeah. So you got a little. You got a little something. It's Ju- July gets all the July gets you know all the praise just for the Fourth yeah. of July. August kind of sucks. People are looking. People are already looking ahead to fall. They've had it with the weather. They want football. Yeah, that gets it, August. That's the dog days. Yeah, and it, I feel like I'm always busy. I feel like all my August weekends are booked because you're always. trying to fit everything you didn't do. In summer, into those last 30 yes. days, 31 yes. days. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then June is kind of dipping your toe in, and July gets all the attention because of the fourth. June's like, it's oh, nice because it's on, it's on a Sunday this year, so everyone should have that Monday off. Uh, should be a good one. Almost. Hopefully, it's not, hopefully it's not. You don't have the fifth off? No, I do. I heard I somebody, say. somebody I heard doesn't have it off, has to work on that fifth. But, oh okay. Yeah, that's a nice that's a nice uh treat right there. Get that three day weekend. Three day, yeah, because when it falls on a Wednesday. Ball breaker. 
people usually take give themselves a long weekend, but still, it's not, it's nice how you know. Come on, you have to give yourself the long weekend. Just it's nice when it just lands right. We will not be doing any more uh, prognostication on the weather on this show. No, no, it's going to be disgusting on July fourth. <laughs> it's going to be Sunday yeah, thunderstorms and you know. 36 degrees. Listen, if our Maybe listeners chance of snow. If our listeners haven't if our listeners haven't found a found a way to capitalize on our uh terrible uh oh, swami guesses, I don't know what to tell you. Just you hear on the show you just all right, how can I make a few bucks off going the other way on that? We've been wrong about everything except the Yankees. Because we know the Yankees are also them. also curse proof. We know them too well. <laughs> it's back of our hand, yeah. yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh man. Well. I got could be in for could be yeah, could be in for a marathon this uh this overtime. Islanders are making some uh making some moves, man. They had a few good shots on net. I don't see the Bruins doing well, yeah, like you said, though, that's it's always one team looks sharp offensively, but not scoring. The other team just kind of, I guess, through sheer will of their defense, finds a way to sneak one by the goalie at some point. All it takes is all it takes is a skate, all it takes is a skate or a stick in front of the net. Yep, he's got to hope you're on the right side. That's what it feels hop. like sometimes. It's a bad hop, skips under the pad. Oh, yeah. See, there's a nice wrist shot. Yeah, I mean it's it's it, it, there's no way they're gonna win it with uh got a fucking Zamboni in it, fucking Zamboni that part of the ice. Yep. Fucking scumbags up there. Oh, oh I mean see this is Bar- just... Barzal is so smooth, man. He is. I would like for him to put one in the net, but yes, he is. <laughs> it's a good skater. Yeah. Some certain guys, you don't know anything about hockey. I'm not a hockey guy. You can just tell by the way they skate. They're yeah, different. It's different, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't. Too many opportunities. Yeah, yeah just everything and just everything on their side, their side of the ice. All right. I was hoping they'd win it to give us a, a nice close, but they're not going to do that. Yeah, it's unfortunate. All right. Well, I guess I'll do it for the show. For Monday night in the books, thanks, everybody, yeah. who tuned in. Appreciate you listening along here. Hope you had a – oh, that was a big thing this weekend, too. I guess somebody, I guess the vice president said happy Memorial Day or something. And I was like, oh, well, or enjoy the three-day weekend, enjoy the long weekend. And I guess that was a big thing because, you know, we're not supposed to enjoy it because uh, what more? Oh, I, I actually did see that. You're not supposed to say happy Memorial Day. Um, yeah, I don't give a fuck. All right. <laughs> Do not give a fuck. Everybody says it, though. Yeah, I, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, ridic- it's ridiculous. Well, you can say enjoy the long weekend because it is a long weekend, all right? What am I going to sit around and be, you know, be upset about the Korean War? Like, I'm not happy about it, but. Uh, I can relive the anguish here in 2021. I mean, Easter centered around a guy who's crucified, and we say Happy Easter. You're going to say our troops are more important than Jesus? 
I'm not gonna rank. I don't want to rank. Jesus, <laughs> no, 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 no. not you, <laughs> not you. I'm saying the people who are people who are are uh, shaming the happy, the happy, uh, morally people. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'll make a note not to say Happy Memorial Day next year. I don't usually say Happy Memorial Day. Yeah, it's anyways. not. It's not. It's not one of those holidays. Right. It's not like a Merry Christmas. Right. Yeah. Where you feel like you almost obligated every time you walk into a yeah. in December to yeah. say it. On Memorial Day, I'm not like, oh fuck, I didn't wish Joe yeah. a Happy Memorial Day. You know. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So. Uh, almost had it there. Yeah, no. It, like, it, I, don't even, it, I don't even really say happy fourth. No, like, happy fourth. Right. That's an easy one. Really? I don't even really say that. Have happy fourth. People work. Yeah. 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 Say happy Labor Day. Nope. <laughs> happy Labor Day weekend. No, not at all. So you get one goddamn day for working. That's it. Fucking yeah. Week. Give me Labor Week. That's Donald start. Saying happy labor shit. Yeah. Happy Labor Day week Monday. Happy Labor Day week Tuesday. Give me Labor Week. Whole everyone gets a week off. Yeah, why not? It's not a bad idea. Yeah, it coincided with like school being out, so parents and shit. And the only problem is like if you did that and everybody's off the same week, it's just it's just bad. At least like spring breaks are kind of staggered. I'm sure people have spring break in, you know, South Carolina have different spring breaks from people in Nebraska or whatever the fuck. But if you're just giving the entire country a week off, everything's gonna be everything you can go to is gonna be packed. Right. More packed than it is anyway. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. Just give. Just give me like a four day week work. A four day work week. That's what I want. <laughs> it's not the worst idea. No, I got some good ones. When it, comes, when it comes to not working as much, I got some great ideas. Yeah. All right. Well, with that said, hope everyone had a great uh, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, Monday. Is that okay to say? I don't know. I'm not sure. Hope everyone had a hell of a Monday, whether you had it off or not. And we'll see you later on in the week. Thanks for listening, everybody.